Hello Magic Muggles, I'm River. And I'm Zach. And welcome to Potter Watch. So today we are going to be doing something a bit different as we know lots of you are in lockdown as well as us. So we are going to give you some lockdown tips and some mental health tips. So first of all we are going to start with some lockdown tips. So it's like, why don't you tell everyone a lockdown tip that you found it very helpful? Um, well, you know, you should try and find some new hobbies that you may not normally try, like knitting, sewing, baking or reading. So we have actually found baking very fun and we've both been doing a lot of baking. So it's like, why don't you tell everyone about some things that you've been baking? Um, well, I have made these really nice, like, sort of brownie chocolate chip, uh, sort of cakes, and it was really, it was really nice, uh, and also I made this, I tried to make this, uh, red velvet cookie pie, and it just goes to show that all baking doesn't work, um, yeah, and also, uh i made some chicken wings with chips which was so good uh, that actually does sound really nice yeah it was amazing so what have you been baking so me and my brothers have started baking something very weirdly every monday or wednesday for our parents so we started off by baking some sugar cookies from a sugar cookie pack they turned out really nice some of them burnt because my brothers rolled them out too much um, some other things we baked were, like, those pizuki things. We tried baking one of those, but, um, the thing is, we did two things wrong. We used out-of-date baking powder. Oh, no. And it gets even worse. We used the wrong kind of marshmallows because we found out this that day. You can't put all marshmallows in the oven or, like, melt them. Because some of them aren't made for Uh-oh. it, so, so we put a whole hand, like a whole load of mini marshmallows in it, so that you have when you pull it apart, there'd be melted marshmallow. But the thing is, it burnt, so the sugar burnt and seeped into it, so it tastes like burnt sugar and out of date baking powder. So oh, that was God. such a fail. <laughs> so yeah. Wow. Okay. Other uh... things that we have made though, I made something. So I made some chicken curry. I made an apple crumble. I've made that twice in one week because it was that good. Um, If any of you do want to make some recipes, though, we will have some on our website and we will have a whole page of different recipes that we've each tried for you guys to try. So what other tips have you got? Well, another lockdown tip is to definitely, definitely, this is quite an important one, Stay in contact with your friends. Even if you don't have a phone. When me and my friend, we didn't have a phone when we were younger. Um, we'd get our mums uh, to phone each other. And then they'd pass their phones down to us. And so we could have a chat and, you know, talk. And, you know, we used to do this quite often. You don't have to borrow your parents' phone. You can just borrow your older sibling's phone as well. So be sure to ask your parents if you don't have a phone if you can facetime your friends or ask them if you can text them because what i used to do is borrow my mum's phone and text my friend and just say hi it's river and then we used to chat like that so those are some easy ways to do stuff so next we are going to be talking about some online school tips so zach why don't you start off with a tip okay so um, we know online school can be a little bit boring, but I don't think you don't you shouldn't do anything bad because you don't think it doesn't matter because when you go back to school, which will be soon hopefully, um, it will it will have consequences. Maybe it might just be something small, or it could be something big. So you never know. So that's just something to point out. So yeah, don't sit through an entire lesson on your phone watching TikTok or FaceTiming friends for answers, try your hardest and also don't search up the answers because it doesn't benefit anyone. If anything, you need a lot and you need some help, 
you will always have the things that you need in your book. So, for example, if you're doing French, but you don't know what word means, don't go on Google Translate unless your teacher said you can, because Google Translate sometimes has different um, translations. So you may have learned different ones to the ones that Google Translate will say. So your teachers will know if you have searched up the answer. Another thing that I wish I had known before we went into lockdowns is don't get worried if you have a late assignment. It happens. And I always get really, really worried if I have a late assignment because I don't know if any of you have Google Classroom, but it, if it, they set it to a certain time, goes into missing, you don't see it. I get really stressed about it and I have to do my work really quickly or just submit it because I forgot to submit it. And then I like apologize so many times to the teacher. But I don't, I doubt that your teachers will be angry because they know that we're all in this together and they know that it may be hard sometimes. So don't get worried. Just don't. It's, it doesn't benefit anyone, you or anyone around you or your teacher. Just do what you can and if you do forget something, just explain to your teacher what happened. They will probably understand. And the worst that could happen is they'll send an email home to your parents. And your parents will obviously understand as well. Or they will give you a online detention or a negative point. What are we doing next? Um, well, just one thing quickly about that. Uh, going back to your book thing. I find that really helpful as well. Because, you know, when you're doing, uh, like I sometimes do for French, after I like big you know big little whatever pieces of text uh about something and you know you can uh look back through your book and you know just spice it up add a little bit of jazz so it's uh, more interesting to read so now it's time for some mental health tips so my mental health tip is that if you are struggling with your mental health don't be scared to talk to someone because sharing your feelings will definitely help so if you don't want to talk to an adult or your parents We completely understand because it can be challenging to talk to someone older than you. So go and FaceTime a friend. We have found that talking to a friend definitely helps, especially talking to each other, because they always know what, how to help and they can always help you in different ways. And they may be going through the same thing as you. Alternatively, if you don't want to talk to anyone you know, Our Instagram DMs and our anchor voice messages are always open. And the best thing is, you don't have to say who you are. So you can stay anonymous and we can still help you with your problems. So, yeah. Another tip uh, that you should use is that you should start getting into some good habits. Like waking up at the same time every morning and, you know, having a morning routine is quite helpful. So... For example, you can follow this, or you don't have to follow this, but you can wake up at 7.30, and instead of checking your phone, go have a shower, get ready. Uh, And also, don't forget to have breakfast, even if it's just, you know, a drink or some tea or some toast or, you know, something like that. Uh, It's it's very important. You know, everybody says that the breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and it is. So a tip that I have found very helpful is if you have a week's worth of outfits ready for you so you can make seven outfits on Sunday and you may be thinking, well, I've just been wearing tracks bottoms and a hoodie every day. I don't need to get an outfit ready. That is exactly what I was thinking before two weeks ago when my mum told me that you can actually use some different outfits So let's say you have a skirt lying around in your room and it's like a nice skirt. Why don't you just wear it? You've got nowhere to go. By the time you're probably allowed out, you may not be able to fit into it. So jazz it up a bit. Have a shirt and a skirt, maybe, or a hoodie and a skirt because make it work. Or another thing that I've done is wearing a play suit or a jumpsuit and a hoodie on top which is very comfy, but it also looks really good. So try that out and tell us what you think about that. We are going to read the chapter five of the book. So get your book ready in the meanwhile and just relax, chill out, and we'll be back in a second. 
So now we're going to read chapter 5 of the Philosopher's Stone. Chapter 5. Diagon Alley. Harry woke early the next morning. Although he could tell it was daylight, he kept his eyes shut tight. It was a dream, he told himself firmly. I dreamed a giant called Hagrid came to tell me I was going to a school for wizards. When I open my eyes, I'll be back at home in my cupboard. There was suddenly a loud tapping noise, and there's Aunt Petunia knocking on the door. Harry thought, his heart sinking, but he still he didn't open his eyes. It had been such a good dream. Tap, tap, tap. All right, Harry mumbled, and getting up. He sat up and Hagrid's heavy coat fell off him. The hut was full of sunlight. The storm was over. Hagrid himself was asleep on the collapsed sofa and there was an owl wrapping its claw on the window, a newspaper held in its beak. Hagrid scrambled to his feet. So happy he felt, as though a large balloon was swelling inside him. He went straight to the window and jerked it open. The owl swooped in and dropped the newspaper on top of Hagrid, who didn't wake up. The owl then fluttered to the floor and began to attack Hagrid's coat. Don't do that! Harry tried to wear the owl out of its way, but it snapped its beak fiercely at him and carried on savaging the coat. Hagrid! said Harry loudly. There's an owl! Pay him! Hagrid grunted in the sofa. What? He wants paying for delivering the paper. Look in the pockets. Hagrid's coat seemed to be made of nothing but pockets. Bunches of keys, slug pellets, balls of strings, mint humbugs, tea bags. Finally, Harry pulled out a handful of strange looking coins. Give him five nuts, said Hagrid sleepily. Nuts? Little bronze ones. Harry counted out five little bronze coins and the owl held out its leg so he could put the money into a small leather pouch tied to it. Then it flew off through the open window. Hagrid yawned loudly, sat up and stretched. Best be off, Harry. Lots to do today. Got to get up to London and buy all your stuff for school. Harry was turning over the wizard coins and looking at them. He had just thought of something which made him feel as though the happy balloon inside him had got a puncture. Um, Hagrid? Mm, said Hagrid, who was pulling on his tightage boots. I haven't got any money, and you heard Uncle Vernon last night. He won't pay for me to go and learn magic. Don't worry about that, said Hagrid, standing up and scratching his head. Do you think your parents didn't leave you anything? But if their house was destroyed, they didn't keep their golden house, boy. Nah, first stop for us is Gringotts, Wizard's Bank. Have a sausage, they're not bad cold. And I wouldn't say no to a bit of your birthday cake, neither. Wizards have banks? Just the one, Gringotts, run by goblins. Harry dropped the bit of sausage he was holding. Goblins? Yeah, so you'd be mad to try and rob it. I'll tell you that ne never mess with goblins, Harry. Gringotts is the safest place in the world for anything you want to keep safe, except maybe Hogwarts. As a matter of fact, I got a visit Gringotts anyway for Dumbledore. Hogwarts business. Hagrid drew himself up proudly. He usually gets me to do important stuff for him, fetching you, getting things from Gringotts. Knows you can trust me, see? Got everything? Come on then. Harry followed Hagrid out onto the rock. The sky was quite clear now. The sea gleamed in the sunlight. The boat Uncle Vernon had hired was still there, with a lot of water in the bottom after the storm. How did you get here? Harry asked, looking around for another boat. Flew, said Hagrid. Flew? Yeah, but we'll go back in this. Not supposed to use magic now I got ya. They settled down in the boat. Hagrid still, Harry still staring at Hagrid, trying to imagine him fight. Seems a shame to row though said Hagrid, giving Harry another one of his sideways looks. If I were to uh, speed things up a bit, would you mind not mentioning it at Hogwarts? Of course not, said Hagrid, eager to see more magic. Hagrid pulled out the pink umbrella again, tapped it twice on the side of the boat, and they sped off towards land. Why would you be mad to try and rob Gringotts? Harry asked. Spells, enchantments, said Hagrid unfolding his newspaper as he spoke. They got dragons guarding the high security vaults. 
And then you've got to find your way. Gringotts is hundreds of miles under London Sea, deep under the underground. You'd die of hunger trying to get out, even if you did manage to get your hands on something. Harry sat and thought about this for a while. Hagrid read his newspaper, The Daily Prophet. Harry had learned from Uncle Vernon that people liked to be left alone when, while they did this. It was very difficult. He'd never had so many questions like, Ministry of Magic messing things up as usual, Hagrid muttered, turning the page. There's a Ministry of Magic? Harry asked, before he could stop himself. Course, said Hagrid. They wanted Dumbledore for minister, of course, but he'd never leave Hogwarts. So old Cornelius Fudge got the job. Bungler, if there ever was one. So he pelts Dumbledore with owls every morning, asking for advice. But what does the Ministry of Magic do? Well, their main job is to keep it from the muggles that there are still witches and wizards up and down the country. Why? Why? Blimey, Harry. Everyone be wanting magic solutions to their problems. Nah, we're best left alone. At this moment, the boat bumped gently into the harbour. Woo. Hagrid folded up his newspaper and they clambered up the stone steps onto the street. Passers-by stared a lot at Hagrid as they walked through the little town to the station. Harry couldn't blame them. Not only was Hagrid twice as tall as anyone else, he kept pointing at perfectly ordinary things, like parking meters, and saying loudly, See that, Harry? Things these muggles dream up, eh? Hagrid, said Harry, panting his bit as he ran to keep up. Did you say there are dragons at Gringotts? Well, so they say, said Hagrid. Craggy, I'd like a dragon. You'd like one? Wanted one ever since I was a kid. Here we go. They had reached the station. There was a train to London in five minutes' time. Hagrid, who didn't understand muggle money, as he called it, gave the notes to Harry so he could buy their tickets. People stared more than ever on the train. Hagrid took up two seats and sat knitting with like a canary yellow circus tent. Still got your letter, Harry? he asked as he counted stitches. Harry took the parchment envelope out of his pocket. Good, said Hagrid. There's a list there of everything you need. Harry unfolded the second piece of paper he hadn't noticed the night before and read, Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, Uniform. First year students will require three sets of plain work robes, black, one plain pointed hat, black, for day wear, one pair of protective gloves, dragon hide or similar, one winter coat, black, silver fastenings. Please note that all pupils' clothes should carry name tags. Set books. All students should have a copy of each of the following. The Standard Book of Spells, Grade 1, by Miranda Goshawk. A History of Magic by Bethilda Bagshot. Magical Theory by Aldebert Waffling. A Beginner's Guide to Transfiguration by Emmerich Switch. 1,000 Magical Herbs and Fungi by Virzilia Spore. Magical Jars and Potions by Arsenius Jigger. Fantastic Beats and Where to Find Them by Newt Scamander. The Dark Forces, A Guide to Self-Protection by Quentin Trimble. Other Equipment, A Wand, One Cauldron, Pewter, Standard Side 2. One Set Glass or Crystal Files. One Telescope, One Set Brass Scales. Students may also bring an owl or a cat or a toad. Parents are reminded that first years are not allowed their own broom. Can we buy all this in London? Harry wondered aloud. If you know where to go, said Hagrid. Harry had never been to London before, although Hagrid seemed to know where he was going. He was obviously not used to getting there it was in an ordinary way. He got stuck in the ticket barrier on the underground and complained loudly that the seats were too small and trains were too slow. I don't know how muggles manage about magic, he said, as he climbed a broken-down escalator which led up to the bustling road lined with shops. Hagrid was so huge that he parted the crowd easily. All Harry had to do was keep close behind him. They passed bookshops and music stores, hamburger bars and cinemas, but nowhere that, that looked as if it could sell you a magic wand. This was just an ordinary street full of ordinary people. Could there really be piles of wizard gold buried miles beneath them? Were there really shops that sold spell books and broomsticks? Might not be all some huge joke that the cook Darcy's had cooked up.
If Harry hadn't known that the Dursleys had no sense of humour, he might have thought so. Yet, somehow, even though everything Hagrid had told him so far was unbelievable, Harry couldn't help trusting him. This is it, said Hagrid, coming to a halt. The leaky cauldron. It's a famous place. It was a tiny, grubby-looking pub. If Hagrid hadn't pointed it out, Harry wouldn't have noticed it was there. The people hurrying by didn't glance at it. Their eyes slid from the big bookshop on one side to the record shop on the other, as if they couldn't see the leaky cauldron at all. In fact, Harry had the most peculiar feeling that only he and Hagrid could see it. Before he could mention this, Hagrid steered him inside. For a famous place, it was very dark and shabby. A few old women were sitting in a corner, drinking tiny glasses of sherry. One of them was smoking a long pipe. A little man in a top hat was talking to the old barman, who was quite bold and looked like a gummy walnut. The low buzz of chatter stopped when they walked in. Everyone seemed to know Hagrid. They waved and smiled at him, and the barman reached for a glass, saying, The usual, Hagrid. Can't, Tom. I'm on Hogwarts business. Said Hagrid, clapping his great hand on Harry's shoulder and making Harry's knees buckle. Good Lord, said the barman, peering at Harry. Is this, can this be? The leaky cauldron has suddenly gone completely still and silent. Bless my soul. Harry Potter, what an honour. He hurried out from behind the bar, rushed towards Harry and seized his hand, tears in his eyes. Welcome back, Mr Potter. Welcome back. Harry didn't know what to say. Everyone was looking at him. The old woman with the pipe was puffing on it without realising it had gone out. Hagrid was beaming. Then there was a great scraping of chairs, and next moment Harry found himself shaking hands with everyone in the leaky cauldron. Doris Crockford, Mr Potter, can't believe I'm meeting you at last. So proud, Mr Potter, I'm just so proud. Always wanted to shake your hands. I'm all of a flutter. Delighted, Mr Potter, just can't tell you. Diggle's the name, Deedlius Diggle. I've seen you before, said Hagrid, as Deedlius Diggle's top hat fell off in excitement. You bowed to me once in a shop. He remembers, cried Deedlius Diggle, looking around at everyone. Did you hear that? He remembers me. Harry shook hands again and again. Doris Crockett kept coming back for more. A pale young man made his way forward, very nervously. One of his eyes was twitching. Professor Quirrell, said Hagrid. Harry. Professor Quirrell will be one of your teachers at Hogwarts. P P P Potter stammered Professor Quirrell, grasping Harry's hand. C C can't t tell you how p, p pleased I am to m meet you. What sort of magic do you teach, Professor Quirrell? Defense against the d d d dark heart, muttered Professor Quirrell, as though he'd rather not think about it. N n not that you n need it, eh, P P Potter? He laughed nervously. You'll be g getting all your equipment, I suppose. I've g got to p p pick up a new book on vampires myself. He looked terrified at the very thought, but the others wouldn't let Professor Quirrell keep Harry to himself. It took almost ten minutes to get away from them at last. Hagrid managed to make himself hurt over the babble. Must get on. Lots to buy. Come on, Harry.
Doris Crockford shook Harry's hand one last time and Hagrid led them through a bar and out into a small walled courtyard. There was nothing but a dustbin and a few weeds. Hagrid grinned at Harry. Told you, didn't I? Told you I was famous. Told you, didn't I? Told you you were famous. Even Professor Quirrell was trembling to meet you. Mind you, he's always trembling. Is he always that nervous? Oh yeah, pure bloke. Brilliant mind. He was fine while he was studying out of books, but then he took a year off to get some first-hand experience. They say he met vampires in the Black Forest, and there was a nasty bit of trouble with a hag. Never been the same since. Scared of the students. Scared of his own subject. Now, where's me umbrella? Vampire? Hags? Harry's head was swimming. Hagrid, meanwhile, was counting bricks in the wall above the dustbin. Three up, two across, he muttered. Right, stand back, Harry. He tapped the wall three times with the point of his umbrella. The brick he had touched quivered. It wriggled in the middle. A small hole appeared. It grew wider and wider. A second later, they were facing an archway, large enough even for Hagrid. An archway onto a cobbled street, which twisted and turned out of sight. Welcome, said Hagrid, to Diagon Alley. He grinned at Harry's amazement. They stepped over the archway. Harry looked quickly over his shoulder and saw the archway shrink instantly back into the solid wall. The sun shone brightly on a stack of cauldrons outside the nearest shop. Cauldrons all sizes, copper, brass, pewter, silver, stove-stirring, collapsible, said a sign hanging over them. Yeah, you'll be needing one, said Hagrid, but we've got to get your money first. Harry wished he had more about eight more eyes. He turned his head in every direction as they walked up the street, trying to look at everything at once. The shops, the things outside them, the people doing their shopping. A plump woman outside the apothecary was shaking her head as they passed, saying, Dragon liver, 16 sickles an ounce, they're mad. A low, soft hooting came from a dark shop with a sign saying, Eelops Owl Emporium, Tawny, Screech, Barn, Brown and Snowy. Several boys of about Harry's age had their noses pressed against a window with the broomstick in it. Look, Harry heard one of them say, the new Nimbus 2000, fastest ever. There were shops selling ropes, shops selling telescopes, and strange silver instruments Harry had never seen before. Windows stacked with barrels of bat spleens and eel's eyes, tottering piles of spell books, quills, and rolls of parchment. Potion bottles glowed with the moon. Gringotts, said Harry. They had reached a snowy white building which towered over the other little shops. Standing beside its burnished bronze doors, wearing a uniform of a scarlet and gold was, yeah, that's a goblin, said Hagrid quietly as they walked up the white stone steps towards him. The goblin was about a head shorter than Harry. He had a swarthy, clever face, a pointed beard, and, Harry noticed, very long fingers and feet. He bowed as they walked inside. Now they were facing a second pair of doors, silver this time, with words engraved upon them. Enter, stranger. But take heed of what awaits the sin of greed. For those who take but do not earn must pay most dearly in their turn. So if you seek beneath our floors a treasure that was never yours, thief, you have been warned, beware of finding more than treasure there. Like I said, you'd be mad to try and rob it, said Hagrid. A pair of goblins bowed them through silver doors and they were in a vast marble hall. About a hundred more goblins were sitting on high stools behind a long counter, scribbling in large ledgers, weighing coins on brass scales, examining precious stones through eyeglasses. There were too many doors to count leading off the hall, and yet more goblins were showing people in and out of these. Harry and Hagrid made for the counter. Morning, said Hagrid to a free goblin. You come to take some money out of Harry Potter's safe. You have his key, sir? Got it here somewhere, said Hagrid, and he started emptying his pockets onto the counter, scattering a handful of mouldy dog biscuits over the Doblin's book of numbers. 
The goblin wrinkled his nose. Harry watched the goblins on their right, weighing a pile of rubies as big as glowing coals. Got it, said Hagrid at last, holding up a tiny golden key. The goblin looked at it closely. That seems to be in order. And I got a letter here from Professor Dumbledore, said Hagrid importantly, throwing out his chest. It's about the you-know-what in Vault 713. The goblin read the letter carefully. Very well, he said, Hagrid, said, handing it back to Hagrid. I will have someone take you down to both vaults. Griphook was yet another goblin. Once Hagrid had crammed all the dog biscuits back inside his pockets, he had, and Harry followed Griphook towards one of the doors leading off the hall. Was the you-know-what in Vault 713? Harry asked. Can't tell you that, said Harry mysteriously. Very secret. Hogwarts business. Dumbledore trusted me. More of my job's worth to tell you that. Griphook held the door open for them. Harry, who had expected more marble, was surprised. There were a narrow stone passageway lit with flaming torches. It sloped steeply downwards and there was little railway tracks on the floor. be doing our telling you guys some other tips for lockdown we won't be doing golden nuggets this week however we may do a bonus episode with some things that we may have missed this episode yay so now we have told you some of our lockdown tips but we are now going to tell you some things to do during lockdown because we're all at home stuck in a house and we've basically done everything you can do So we are going to give you some stuff to do. So, Zach, why don't you give everyone some ideas? Okay, well, um, there are some... We'll give you some TV shows that you can watch for all ages. So there will be a 5 to 7, 8 to 10, 11 to 15, 16 to 18, and an 18 plus. So I'll start off with some shows for 5 to 7. Um, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and Scooby-Doo. So Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is kind of for under five, maybe five to six. And another one that you can all watch is Scooby-Doo because who doesn't love Scooby-Doo? And it's really good for kids. So go watch that. What else have you got for five to seven? Um, well, my cousin watches a lot of Paw Patrol Orctonauts, uh, Blaze and the Monster Machine, you know, stuff like that uh, is really cool as well. Um, now for 8 to 10, we have said that basically anything on Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network or Nick is really good. But we're going to give you some of our favourite shows. So I'll start with mine, which are actually quite old. Victorious and iCarly. Now you may think... That the Wait, is that ones. old now? It's really weird because it's old now. I know, I it's so... watching that. It's like 10 years old. I remember yeah. first discovering it. And um, actually, it was more than 10 years now because in Victorious, Kat, who is Ariana Grande, was 16. Now that, that makes oh, me feel old. Wow. That wow. makes me feel old. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, Victorious, iCarly... And Sam and Cat, which are also very oh, good. Oh, Sam and Cat. What? What? You don't like Sam and Cat? No, Sam I love Kim. Sam and Cat. I said it's really good. Anyway. Oh, okay, yeah. Anyway, also on Disney Channel, which I know they've taken off Sky, but if you have Disney Plus, that's also very useful. Um, I love watching Casey Undercover still, and I also love. Oh, I remember that. That was incredible. Really I love Jesse. And Live and Maddie. So, Zach, what about your favourite TV shows from that time? Okay, one of mine was Wizards of Waverly Place. That was really good. I feel like that was really good. Uh, and also the movie. There's a movie called Wizards of Waverly Place. Uh, there's also Game Shakers. And the stuff on Cartoon Network is really funny. So, like, uh, The Amazing World of Gumball. Really funny. Um, there's also Uncle Grandpa, Gravity Falls, stuff like that is really funny. 
You see, oh, I never that. used to watch things on Cartoon Network. I would always... Oh, wait, just one more thing. Uh, Teen Titans Go as well. My brothers watch that, and I never... I don't really... I'm not a big fan of that one. I feel like it's a bit... Meh. I never really got the point of it. It's a bit like you got some kids pretending to be the Teen Titans, but no, they don't they, really do anything. They were. They were the Teen Titans. It was, it, okay, you got to watch it again. It's, it's, it's really good. I think it is anyway. Okay. So, next, we are going to be talking about some TV shows for ages 11 to 15. So, why don't you start with those? Okay, so, we've got uh, Modern Family, the best ever. Like, if you, if you haven't watched Modern Family, what are you doing with your life? Okay. <laughs> Modern Family um, was my, is, still is my go-to show if I'm feeling down. You can watch it on Netflix, first eight episodes. And on Disney+, Plus, they have just now got all 11 episodes and on Sky. And you think you can also watch it on Now TV and Amazon. So, but it's just the best and it's the funniest. It's not the most appropriate for people under around eight, but we, we watched it as a whole family, so it was okay. But I absolutely love Modern Family. If you don't love Modern Family, if you haven't watched it, you are missing out. It's the perfect show for people who are stuck in lockdown right now. So what else? Yeah. Uh, also, Big Bang Theory, uh, that... I think it's been on a lot of times on E4. It is. It has been my show through my childhood. Like, literally, I can remember since I was, like, even though it wasn't appropriate, like, eight, and I've watched that show. I, it just, you know, I've, I've never missed an episode, and you can just watch it again and again, and it, it won't be any less funny. It's really good. You see, also, with the beanbag theory, sorry, I got... I never really enjoyed it as much. I just thought, probably because my dad watches it a lot, and when I just watched like little snippets of it, but I never really got it. Uh, I knew Sheldon, and lots of people are saying The Big Bang really is so good that they even made a show called Young Sheldon. And I was a bit like, it's... yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that? Um, Young I've watched Sheldon snippets is really on it. Good as well. I've watched snippets of it on TikTok because you know they're just they're good. I'm not a big fan of it. So yeah. Oh okay. Um, also, there's a show called The Good Place on Netflix. There's only four seasons, but it is worth. It is really. It's quite funny. It's it's well should be suitable for the whole family, I think, and I think it's really good. Um, you know, it's, it's quite uh, it's quite emotional, I think, and it's it's really funny. Um, there's uh, lots of characters. And it's like kind of like a philosophy show, but it's kind it's, it's it's kind of like that. Um, but it's about you know the afterlife and stuff like that. But it's a really funny twist on it, which is quite nice. And then the next one, who hasn't heard of this show? Like, just name me one person who hasn't heard this heard of this show. And it's everywhere on TikTok, and you may have guessed it by now. It's one division. Okay, I ha- confession and... time. Confession time. I haven't watched it yet. I'm not allowed to watch it yet. I'm actually. Oh, I'm so God. annoyed because I feel like I literally know everything about it. You're missing out. You know, You're missing out. This is the same. I'm not. I haven't watched Endgame yet. Not because I don't want to. I really want to. It's not allowed to. And I've been wanting to watch these for ages. And me and my dad made a promise at the start of the half time. How long ago? Three weeks ago, just after the fifth episode. And we were like, come on, we, we got to start watching it during this half time. And we didn't. My mom was just like, yeah, not today, not today. Too much to do today, not today, not today. I was like, Ugh. And one thing that annoys me so much, I know it annoys you too because you spoke to me about it. On TikTok, I see these people who are just, like, around the corner from Disneyland. They're, like, just popping out to Disneyland um, before my next Zoom to pick up the new Division cake. And I'm just like, how do you even do that? Just how... Yeah, I know. How do you pop out to Disneyland to get a cake? Like, yeah, pop out to the Broadway. But since when do you pop out to Disneyland? 
I envy those people. Yeah, it's like it's like saying, "Oh yeah, I'm just gonna go pop out to London Eye. Yeah, I'm just gonna go for a nice leisurely stroll." Yeah, no, it's not like that. Um, but anyway, Wonder Vision, the best thing ever. Like I know there's most of these shows, and you got to watch all of them literally. But Wonder Vision, really, really good. So it starts off in the fifties, and then by episode seven, you're around like uh, the you know, modern day sort of style, like a documentary style. And it's just really good. And it takes you through the ages whilst building up the storyline and little like hints and, you know, things that you can work out. And all in the end, it just all links together and it's really nice. And it's a really cool show to watch. And if you watched it, and if you watched it now, um, you'll be craving every Friday when a new episode comes out, it's just, you know, it's like, oh my god, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? But, uh, yeah, that's really good. Okay, so, we have got a lot of um, episode- TV shows for 11 to 15. So, next, we have The Office, Parks and... Re- the US or the UK version, doesn't matter which one. I've never watched that before. Um, Parks and Recreations, Brooklyn Nine-Nine... Brooklyn Nine-Nine is one of those TV shows which is like, you like it or you hate it. Because I know I, like I it. know lots of people who've watched like the first two episodes, including my dad, who watched the first two episodes and absolutely hated it, thought it was not that good. Whereas there's Zach over here who watched all of it in like less than five weeks and absolutely loves it. Yeah, no, okay. Even if you don't love it, just watch the Halloween episodes. The Halloween episodes are the best. They're the most funniest. Like, you get all the clips from it, you know? All those famous clips you see on um, TikTok, they're all from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Maybe some of the Halloween episodes as well. Yeah. And also, good news to any Brooklyn Nine-Nine fans out there, I saw today on Netflix that Season 7 is coming out on it. Oh, I thought they were... I thought they were ending... Yeah, they are, but they are very sad times. They are, but uh, only when it gets to season eight. So we can watch season seven, then we have to wait for season eight, and then, sadly, it's done. Okay, well, my last TV show for 11 to 15 is, I suppose everybody's probably watched it by now. Are you guys, if any of you are Star Wars fans, hi, I'm, I'm here as well. I love Star Wars, love Star Wars since I was, like, year two. My dad loves Star Wars. My brothers love Star Wars. It's the best after Harry Potter and yeah. And most of you probably guessed this by now. The Mandalorian. Oh my god. It was one of the best TV shows I've ever watched, along with things like Modern Family. It was up there. It was amazing. I loved it so much. And you lots of you may not like Star Wars. But the thing is, this wasn't like Star Wars, because when someone says think of Star Wars, you think of lightsabers, fight, Star Vader. This wasn't like that. It had references to that, but it wasn't. It wasn't like that at all. So it's got Baby Yoda in it, which lots of you know. Baby Yoda is the cutest, and it's got the Mandalorian, who's a soldier. No spoilers are going to be given away in this episode today. But you guys should totally watch it if you haven't. And if you're not Star Wars fans, you will still love it because it's not exactly Star Wars. But if you are Star Wars fans, you, along with me, are probably anticipating the new series that's supposed to be coming out. Is it November or December? I I can't remember. The Book of Boba Fett. And I am so excited for that because The Mandalorian was so good. So, yeah. So... Now it's time for 16 to 18. So I'll start with my um, episodes. So I got Grey's Anatomy, which it, I haven't watched before because I'm not old enough. But people have watched it. It is supposed to be the best thing ever. The Vampire Diaries. So that's all supposed to be really, really good. Gossip Girl, which is something that is is actually not that new. It's actually quite old. I remember... Um, seeing a lot of people watching it when I was in year two, so ages ago. 
And the last episode for TV show for 16 to 18, Tiny Pretty Things. So this seems to be a new thing on Netflix. And um, it's it's about dance, basically. And it's kind of like a murder mystery. So not for people under the age of 15. So yeah. What about you for 16 to 18? Um, well, I think my mum's been, you know, my dad's been watching these a lot on Netflix, and I think it's quite popular. It's called The The Crown, right? And then I think there's four seasons of that. And then there's also The Queen's Gambit. Like, my mum and my, uh, my uncles, you know, they talk about that all the time. Like, whenever they want to recommend a show, they're like, oh, yeah, watch this, watch this. And it's just like that. So... Um, moving on to our next category, which is 18 plus. Now, bearing in mind that 16 and 18 and 18 plus, we haven't watched any of these shows. Um, so we just get these from, you know, the internet or something like that. Yeah. So, can I start off with mine? Yep, go on. Okay, so I got Family Guy, which lots of you may have watched because it's actually... It's got adult wait, humor. Wait, 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 wait. That's mine. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yours is the one not in bold, remember? Right, yeah. Mine's the one in gold. A uh, bold. Yeah. Okay, okay, hold on. Right. So, for 18 plus, I have Bojack Horseman. I don't know what that is. Um, Insatiable, which is supposed to be really, really good. And American Horror Story. Oh, God, I had one more in my head. I've just gone out my head now. Okay, Zach, you say yours, and then I'll I'll try to remember. Okay, well, mine is Family Guy, and I think many people have heard of this and seen the clips on TikTok. Really funny. A lot of, you know, adult humour, kind of, you know, Simpsons style. Uh, also, like, this is Rick and Morty. Uh, so that's quite a lot of adult humor as well, and um, stuff like that. And it's on these both on, I think Family Guy's on Disney Plus and Rick and Morty is on Now TV. Also, another one is I think some people are talking about this is Game of Thrones, and I haven't really heard much about it, but people think it's it's quite good and it's won quite a lot of awards. Yeah, people so. love Game of Thrones. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, the one I was thinking about, um, which I've seen has really good reviews, is Grace and Frankie on Netflix. It's not the newest, but I've been seeing it before, looking for all these. So, yeah. So, have any other suggestions? We would love it if you commented in our Instagram or our TikTok or sent us a voice message, and then we can use them in our bonus episode where we are going to be um, doing Golden Nuggets, recapping the next chapter, the chapters that we just read, and just telling you guys a bit about our social media. So, yeah. Also, cool. if any of you want any movies to watch, um, you could watch a really good movie I watched the other day, which was Romeo and Juliet. But not the original one, the one with Leonardo DiCaprio. It is the most amazing thing. And when everyone thinks of Romeo and Juliet, they think of a love story, you know, between two people who weren't allowed to be together. But they've taken the story and they've not changed Shakespeare's script, but they've made it more modern. So with guns and they've got it with police and helicopters and TV and all of that stuff. So if any of you are bored, go watch that. It's really good. That sounds quite interesting. Yeah. It's really oh, good, yeah. yeah. And another TV show for 11 to 15, which I absolutely love. It's my favourite TV show. It made me cry so much. When Cools the Heart. Oh, my God. The most beautiful show ever. And, like, it's got a lot of... It's, like, heartwarming, but still a bit action-like it's from it's based in the um beginning it's 1910 1890 something like that and it's about a school teacher miss thatcher who is 
come from the city in Hamilton, so this is American, who's come from Hamilton to come teach um, these kids in this place called Coal Valley, and it's amazing. And just when she had come, just before, about two months before, there'd been a big mine explosion where all the men and fathers and brothers in the town were blown up and they died. So when she arrived, everyone was still grieving and they were struggling and she came to help everyone. Beautiful. I love it. Go watch it. It's amazing. But the episodes are 40 minutes. So, yeah. Can I just... Yeah, I mean, we're not... Oh, sorry. Go I keep and now I keep getting these um TV shows. <laughs> Another one I got is the um the Good Witch, which is really really good. It's at it's more like a family show, so you can watch with a whole family. It's appropriate for everyone. It's PG and it's really good. It's really cute. And me and my brothers spent three hours debating what would happen in the next season because it's not out yet. And we were left on the cliffhanger. We just spent a whole day talking about what all our theories and what would happen. So, yeah, I think I think I, I think I got all my suggestions out. Okay. Wow. Okay. Right. Well. Um. Um. Yeah. So that just shows us we're not just Harry Potter geeks. You know, we're general. You know, TV. Uh, and you know, entertainment. Uh enthusiasts as well so you know any recommendations you want for like you know tv series to watch with your you know family or you know any movies which you think are quite good uh we can always uh you can always dm us on instagram or send us a voice message on anchor um because you know if you want any suggestions and also you can comment on a tiktok post our TikTok is Potter Watch Podcast. You will see us pop up if you do have TikTok. And our Instagram is Potter Watch underscore podcast underscore. So, yes. So, now we are going to say goodbye. However, you may be wondering, what about the craft we promised you guys? Well, we are going to put that in our bonus episode as well. So then we have more time to explain what to talk about. So until next time, keep on reading and listening. And don't forget to say mischief managed.